Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kaylin Bradley of the O'Callaghan. Pay for by muscle. Midwest muscle in the house. And this program is Ow. sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. And if you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on in a vehicle to drive your goals like what, Desiree? Like a Mack truck through ice cream and cream. And snickerdoodle. And chocolate white. And chocolate. But not for the win. <laughs> this Check world. us out at playfulbaymuscle.com. And now let's talk about snickerdoodle and snickerpoodle for the win. How you doing, that, all right? We do, <laughs> we do that at the end of the show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> chocolate way for the win. I am fantastic. And I just want to point out, we're having a special show on Saturday, listeners out there in listener land, and uh, it's going to be so exciting because we're going to be talking to folks from Italy. So oh, wow. if you have questions that you would like uh, yeah. answered, it would be helpful if you could send us some in advance so our guests can have some time working on their Italia to English <laughs> conversion. Well, I tell you, it's exciting. I tell you, I tell you, that's so funny. How clever was that? <laughs> All I right, guys. You. So mark your calendars. It's gonna be. I tell you, it's gonna be 8 a.m. this Saturday. We're gonna be talking to some natty fandangos from Italy, and it's gonna be a good one. And so uh, they speak English. Um, one of them a little bit more than the other, so we're just going to try and help them out, send them some questions ahead of time. So if you have some, even though, you know, you, they may not be specific, um, check it out. Otherwise, go to my Facebook page because I've already got a post out there, and you can see who they are and uh, let us know. All right, that's all I got. Let us. I tell you. I tell you. I tell you it's going to be fantastic. I also – I, well, it doesn't work. It doesn't work if you put it also in there. I tell ya, we also have a great guest tonight. How about that? Oh, we have a fantabulous, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious guest. <laughs> Docious. <laughs> Docious. <laughs> I tell ya. I tell ya what. There you go. I- <laughs> I don't think that's an Italian accent. We got to work on that. <laughs> I'll have to work on it a little harder than you, but I digress. All right, Italia, tell us about our guest tonight. Well, Italia, let me tell you something about this uh, this lady right here. You know, she's got some great stuff you know. going on. I'm telling you. I, I, I saw her one time. I saw one one time. I saw this one time. You know. I saw this one time. One time only. She's going to do some great things, you know. I'm, I'm standing there. I'm like, bah! I tell you. What's going on over here? That's what I'm asking. Oh. 
That's such an intro. <laughs> We're having too much fun with this. <laughs> I anyway, tell you. I tell you. I love that. <laughs> She's a phenomenal woman. Uh, just great all, overall person. Really humble. I'm, I'm really to win as much as she does. She's got a very humble nature, and she's more into supporting than actual competing, and that's just that's rare. It's a blessing for anybody that that has to they has the opportunity to work with her, but it's it's very rare to see someone that's so balanced and so well focused on giving back, because I know most of the time when we we have uh, winners like that initially coming into the industry, it's basically trying to create a brand trying to get their name sure. out there, and basically dealing with anyone as an afterthought. Um, Jess has been one of the forefront runners on uh, giving back to the industry, and she's been doing it for a long time, and it's just amazing to see that as she grows in the industry itself as a competitor, as an athlete, and basically as a, a, a supporter of the industry. So, Jess, if you have time, and uh, I tell you, I think you do, because the show's about you. <laughs> But uh, introduce yourself again to the people who might. Well, not to the people who might. We have we've grown internationally, so there's going to be a lot more listeners, and they need to be introduced to you so they can understand why and how you're such a blessing to the natural industry. <laughs> when you asked me to be on the show, I thought nobody wants to listen to me talk. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I. Got involved with the bodybuilding industry back in 2015 um, was when I first started competing. Um, I had a really successful start to my career um, in bikini and um, then turned pro and competed and did did very well um, at the pro level. Um, and I think because of kind of the coaching methodology that um, – I've kind of gone by um, with my coach, Peter Hitchin. Um, you can't compete every year and have a physique that is considerably different or more competitive. And so bearing that in mind, um, I, I wanted to be involved in bodybuilding without actually needing to compete. Um, and so I started um, judging for different federations recently, um, and then also um, do quite a bit of uh, posing coaching for through Midwest Posing School um, with a few other phenomenal coaches. Um, and that has honestly been one of the most fun ways that I've been involved with bodybuilding because you get to be a part of somebody's journey and you get to watch them evolve just even from a posing aspect. Um, with, without actually having to diet down for a show. Uh, um, so it's, it's been really rewarding, and I really, really love it. Um, I would say that I probably love that more than I do competing. Um, so I feel really lucky to kind of be involved in it in that way. But, and that's just kind of where I'm at from now. I may compete again at some point in the future, but right now I'm just kind of enjoying normalcy and balance. Awesome. I mean, and that's a big part of competing, too. There are some folks who can compete year to year and be fantastic at it. 
and there are the rest of us. Sometimes, sometimes I need a little break, and that is okay, too, because it's all about the balance. And I'm so glad that you brought up your coach, Peter Fitchin, because he and um, his uh, partner in arms here have their book coming out. And when I say partner in arms, I'm talking about Cliff Wilson. They have their book, Bodybuilding the Complete Contest Preparation Handbook, that is officially hitting the stand this month. In fact, yeah, it's already, already out. You can probably order and get a copy. So if you got, you know, we had a show, we talked about it, fantastic show. So if you didn't pre-order, the book is now available. So get out there and order and let us know what you think. I just got mine in the mail today, actually, and um, I'm super excited to get to dig into it. It's um, been getting a lot of really great reviews, so this is something that was, I think, much needed, um, and these are two incredible coaches to be able to kind of fill that void. Yeah, there you go. So that is coming out, and then um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this in because this doesn't have anything to do with Jess or Cliff or Peter, but the first <laughs> issue of Iron Man magazine under its new ownership with the Caicos is coming out on April 15th as well. So this has been a, or is going to be a big month for bodybuilding content, natural bodybuilding content. So you guys be sure to check it out, support it, read it, get it educated, informed, entertained, all of that great stuff all in one all out this month. So there we have it. KP? Uh, I'm I'm really happy for that. You know, uh, I know Noelle Brew had sent me a message that she had gotten her book, and she was going to keep us updated on, you know, what was going to go down with it. And I know there's been a lot of uh, research that's been done for that book. So, you know, it's, it's real big. I'm talking about uh, Cliff and Peter. Uh, the Iron Man, you know, we've, we've been waiting for the opportunity to have an, an upper echelon, upper tiered uh, magazine that's well known and, and well backed and well founded that would come out and basically address the natural athletes because that's been one of my biggest concerns. You know, I, I continue to hear that, you know, the athletes come first, but then when it comes down to the, the, the nook and cranny stuff, basically things that the athletes follow or, or would follow or are willing to follow. And it's just not being addressed in a way where we can follow our own kind. And I know that sounds crazy, but we know more and are and follow more of the enhanced realm because there's more publication of it instead of having natural uh, athletes being thrown out there. I know Jonathan Aggins has been doing a calendar, uh, Peter and uh, Cliff doing uh, this. I know um, – John, I can't. Oh, John Gorman. Yes, he, he's had information put out there, and more and more, you know, it's get the the word is getting out. But we also need to go back to the athlete. I mean, we know great coaches, and it's great to know great coaches. But the athletes are the one they put on stage or assist in putting on stage, and it'd be nice to put some spotlight on them. And I would love for the Ironman to blow up just as big as uh, the the natural bodybuilding we used to have back in the day of the WNBF. So you know, it, it's I don't want the ebb and flow like it's been. I want it to always continue to grow because uh, Des and I have, all, have been very understanding that the natural community 
is where everything starts, whether people accept it or not. And for us not to be the foundation of bodybuilding is kind of shocking when you think about the history of it. And, you know, information like this getting out there, pictures, calendars, it's growing. And and, and I'm loving everything about that. And for April to be the time, as long as they didn't come out on April 1st, I was so happy because I said, boy, that's, that would be kind of funny and ironic for it to happen. But thankfully, it, it's the information is getting out there now. So I'm I'm really excited about this. I'm really excited about the people that can, you know, step into that uh, spotlight and actually have verbiage and knowledge to speak well of what they're talking about instead of that bro science that we always fear. Des? And there you have it. So I tell you. Yes. I tell you, big stuff coming out of the uh, Midwest Posing School. Um, We had you and uh, one of your cohorts, Matthew Burdess, on back in the day, so you guys can check the archives out when uh, the Midwest Posing School just first got started. So talk to us about uh, what's been going on, um, how the uh, school has been growing. I know you guys just brought on a new coach, so what's been going on with – MPS, I know you guys have got a new logo or new branding, too, so just really moving things right along. We did. Um, it's it's really kind of blown up this year in a good way, and it's been um, really exciting. We're all really excited about it. Um, we are trying to bring on um, more coaches because some of the workshops are getting so large, um, and our focus obviously wants to be on creating a really quality environment for the people that, you know, take two hours out of their time to come spend with us. Um, And I think each of us are so passionate about it. We want to make sure that we're giving attention to everybody. Um, And so we're trying to bring on additional coaches so that we can still provide that kind of quality workshop. So um, that's really exciting. Um, We, are still traveling to the Madison, Peoria, Chicago areas. Um, we've kind of talked about doing something um, in the campaign area. Um, but, yeah, we're continuing to grow and continuing to build relationships with people. And those um, the workshops are honestly so much fun. You know, if, if whether you're a seasoned competitor or you're fresh out just, starting your journey um, on your first competition season. Um, We coach to all levels, and I really think that we end up drawing a really great crowd. Um, It's very supportive. It's a lot of fun. It's really high energy. Um, We've gotten really great feedback from everybody that's attended. Um, So I'm really excited to kind of see how the rest of the year unfolds, to be honest. It's a... It's a lot that goes into these seminars, and I'm, I'm so thankful for the support that you guys are getting and are willing to give. But one of the things that always amazes me is the lack of information people are given until they get to these mm. seminars. And, you know, with, with the – well, I'll put the quotes again on, on these coaches um, that are sending – that are basically reluctant to send them your way. This is more still word of mouth and basically you guys putting the information out there, how much more relevant would it be if if we were being uh, addressed as far as the sincerity of a seminar that you guys put on 
as compared to what the air quote coaches are giving their uh, clients because it, it's really uh, it, it's really apples and oranges sometimes when you see what's being presented to them from air quote coach as compared to what you're giving out at, uh, as, as true information at these seminars and how do you uh, explain to them that maybe they need to do a little bit more research? Sure. Um, I know that, so some of our seminars, we actually will collaborate um, with people like Peter Fitchin, um, and we will have them kind of come in and talk about, um, you know, the basics of contest prep. Pete does a phenomenal job kind of laying all of that out, and it's really interesting to kind of be um, somebody that's standing in the back of the room whenever that information is going out because you can just see people looking at each other and heads nodding and questions just spewing about. Um, and so I think that all of the Midwest Closing School coaches kind of use those collaborations as an opportunity to put information out there. Um, we really don't use the posing seminars themselves to do any kind of, um, I would say, suggestions on maybe better ways to be coached um, because we really try and just kind of stick in the realm of posing. But um, it's, I know I personally have been asked by female bikini competitors, you know, they'll say, I'm working with this person. This is what they're having me do. Um, and, you know, do you have any suggestions of other people that I could work with? And um, that's one thing I feel very fortunate about is I've gotten to form really good relationships with some really great people um, that I can, I guess, collaborate with and um, send their way so that they can kind of get a different perspective um, because, because I do agree that um, it is a very apples and oranges scenario um, and people just don't know. Very true, very true. That is very true. It, you don't... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. They don't know that there's another way, you know, because that's all that they see on social media and magazines and, and things and word of mouth. So, yep. And that, I mean, and that's just something that always continues. I mean, Kaylin and I, we've been. It is. Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. Six. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't even believe it, and it's gone by so fast. I wouldn't even think it's six years, but, you know, the years are starting to stack up, and it's, I can't – I have to stop and count. But, you know, and even though um, we've been doing this for as long as we have, and I guess six years is not that long in the grand scheme of things, but it feels like it, there are still so many people that don't know that there's another option out there. And, you know, it's just one of those things. It's just a, it's just a slow burn, but I'm, I'm, you know, still hoping it's going to take off like wildfire. And I kind of feel like that's what's going on in the posing realm of the sport because we've been talking for a long time how important posing is, but I really feel like that message, at least in our community, is starting to reach critical mass because you're seeing so many more um, resources now dedicated to posing. I mean, before you used to have, you know, there's a coach here and a coach there, but now you have things like Midwest Posing School and you're seeing so many promoters putting on posing seminars, which I know you guys have um, participated in as well. And so I feel like, you know, that message is just really starting to grab hold that 
you have to have your posing together if you truly want to have the best package that you can bring to stage. So, I mean, is that what you're seeing also, or am I just sitting over here making things up? No, I think that there's a lot of validity to that. Um, I think that people kind of um, either don't know about resources that they have available to them for posing um, or they don't understand how important it is until you start working with somebody and they say, man, this is not what I thought that it was. If this is not as easy as I thought that it was or, um, or you're able to take somebody that just has like a really elite physique, they're just genetically gifted and you make some tweaks on them and they just, they rock it out. It looks phenomenal and it's really neat to be able to help somebody showcase that on stage. I, I, I'm always uh, the person that loves to smile because I can remember going to my first seminar and hearing about other organizations, and that, that was new to me and new to my ears. But then to see the people that were invited to basically show the different poses and realize so much went into it. And, mm-hmm. you know, by the time they were finished with the uh, the practice posing, they were sweating. And I was thinking, man, that almost looks like a workout seeing these guys out here. And then to find out just how hard it is, it is a workout. And, and then if you've ever uh, tried to pose with them and match them in their posing, it's incredibly hard, especially for the first-timer. And I think that's an education that I definitely appreciated because the seminar is always before, and I, I can put that in all caps, before the show. It's so sad when they get that education during and after the show is done. I mean, it's nice to meet the judges. It's always nice to find out about the, the tweaks you can do, but it's so much better when you can stand before somebody before you have to step on stage and get the the, the resources, the education, and the knowledge that you need to step on stage and look your very best instead of being what we used to call gym ready. I think there's another term they're coming out with now, but that was the one I always used to use where where you step in the gym and you look awesome because you're standing next to people that are basically entry level, uh, first, uh, time stepping in the gym, exercising, and they do swell your head up. But when you're stay, standing next to true competition, uh, it, it it takes a lot more. And and you, you do have to ask your body to do a lot more. And it, it's, it's not just a, a physical game. It's a mental aspect as well because there's so much that has to go in it. Um, I'll leave that to Des and, and, and Jess, but there's one other thing that I loved about these seminars is – I can remember back, you know, when Bikini was just coming into the the natural bodybuilding community, and it was taking such a a beating because, you know, people were basically speaking against it. And I said, boy, the irony and the 180 swing now is almost comical. But the fact when they heard the Bikini competitors speak, they really got an education on that too because it wasn't that, uh, stereotype or a stigma that you saw on TV, there were, uh, there are a lot of educated and uh, very informative women speaking up for the, the, the passion they have in their heart for the, the uh, competition they love. So I'll 
let I'll pass this to Daz, and then we'll give it to our, our guest about bikini and, and all the stigma and stereotypes you had to fight through. And also, you know, how much it's grown to basically where the education is coming almost from that to grow the industry even more. Yeah, no doubt. And I'm going to keep it short because this show is just a show. But I just want to say I just am really proud to see where the bikini uh, class has come in natural bodybuilding. And I if I haven't said it on this show, I've said it a thousand times elsewhere that introducing bikini to natural bodybuilding, I think, was just a phenomenal strategy to get more people involved because it made natural bodybuilding attainable to so many more women. And I think physique has done the same thing on the men's side. Really, I do. And it has just grown into its own, and I just love to see the competitors just every year coming back stronger, more confident. Um, And, yeah, bikini is the sass of all of the classes, but, you know, it it is an elegant class. They're not, we're not, they're not tarts. I mean, there's a lot of substance there and a lot of hard work. And I always, you know, it would always make me cringe to hear people say that, well, you're, you know, you're bikini bikini competitor. You're not really, you don't have to work at that. And I beg to differ. There's a lot of work that goes into it, just as much work that goes into every class. But as the body matures and gets stronger and puts on mass, then, you know, there are a lot of bikini girls that, step up to the challenge and they move on to the next class and some don't because they just love it where they are and they're bikini girls at heart and that's their jam but you know you can't just look at a bikini person and say yeah you don't have to work you just have to get on stage and strut it you're gonna we're gonna strut it all right but there's a lot of work that went into that strut just (laughs) yeah yeah there certainly is um I think that oftentimes um, that misconception is usually um, in the minds of people that um, have not or don't know a bikini competitor. Um, Because when you know one and you see all of the hard work that goes into it, um, I think you have a different level of respect um, for that class Um, that they do work. We work just as hard. Um, I know it's interesting because working with posing clients, they're like, I don't have the mask to be in figure. I really want to be in bikini, but I'm just not a sassy person. And I always tell people this, everybody, I think bikini is really great because you really get an opportunity to kind of add your own version of your sass and your flair into your walk, into your transitions, into your posing. Um, You really get an opportunity to show a lot of personality so if you're not a quote unquote, I wouldn't consider myself a sexy person. I'm very nerdy and a little awkward, but um, you know, you really kind of get an opportunity to enhance your own personality on stage. And I think that that's a lot of the fun of it. Yeah, no doubt. And I have to say, so <laughs> I am, I am a bikini girl at heart, but I am on the uh, on the road to do adventure to becoming a figure girl. And uh, I did have my first posing in figure, and I just I just have a whole new respect for that. A, a lot of times you'll hear figure 
women say, oh, I could never do bikini. I could never pose like that. That is so hard. And I'm going through the figure mandatory saying, oh, my gosh, this is so hard. I can't do this. I don't understand the lat spread. They keep telling me, well, when you find it, you'll know. And then you'll be walking around with your lats flared everywhere. I'm like, yes, how do I find it? So anyway, I have a all new respect for, and not that I did it before, but I never really thought about um, figure posing as much as I'm thinking about it now. And they are two totally different worlds. And probably the way I'm going to do it is going to be a cross somewhere between bikini and figure. So I don't know. We'll just have to see what's going to come out at the end of the day. Well, can I jump in? Yeah, please do. <laughs> Well, there's something, and, and, and you know, and it's, it's kind of funny because, like, I've actually, when we had the uh, opposing down at, at Fit Body U, I had told a guy that my posing for the bikini was going to be so good that he would watch me and not his own woman. And he thought that was so funny. He He basically laughed at me in my face. With the mirrors we have at that gym, I called him about seven times, and I had to call him out. And I said, now do you understand that it's not a joke. It's hard work. And, I mean, you got to really bust your butt. And I think that was one of the benefits of learning the different criteria and the, and the different poses for all categories, that you you can basically respect all of the genre and not just what you do. Because I know when I was uh, preparing for my first show, my focus was so spot on for getting those poses right that that's all I knew. Honestly, that I just knew bodybuilding. So everything else was basically secondary because I was prepping for a show. But when you get into the, the coaching side, you have to take on a lot more knowledge, a lot more information, and you have to know it. And the one thing that I, I love about the, the sport we have is that you have to live it. And if, you, if you're going to ask somebody to give their best, then you have to give your all in that pose so they can give their best learning. And it is so funny because my hips hurt so bad. (laughs) 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 I I have to jump in here. I have to to jump in here. Jess, have you seen Kaylin's booty pop? Have you seen Kaylin's bikini booty pop? I haven't, but I feel like we need to, at some point at a show, have Matt Burdess and Kaylin do oh. a showdown. <laughs> yes. I like that. I have not seen it yet, but from what I have heard, Matt has quite the strut. So I feel like we need to have a bikini pose off between the two of you. That, you think that, that would be wonderful. Be have not seen I have not seen Matthew's bikini posing, but I tell you what, Kaylin, Kaylin can throw those hips out there like nobody's business. So don't think, don't think he can. I can see that you got a lot of sass in that personality. I'm sure those hips go swaying. Oh, okay, enough. <laughs> I'm starting to flush over. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm starting to blush over here. It's getting warm in here. Anywho, anywho, this is about <laughs> Jess and her show. Jess, you're doing great things. you got a lot of support. And like I said, your humble nature, it, it, it's always just been uh, – it's, it's greatly appreciated. 
the fact that you're uh, giving back like you do is is really something to commend and recommend to other people coming in because, like, we have the unsung heroes, and it it's sad that they're not promoted more from the inside out, um, like like being on on a show like this or basically being addressed in a fashion that says thank you. And, I, you know, Des and I are both saying thank you on this show, but I, I want you to know that you, it's not unseen and unknown. There's plenty of people that bring you up, especially in, in the gym, uh, the, the you know, the local gyms, because the Midwest is tight-knit. And I, I love that we're so tight-knit and so family-oriented and how we support each other. But one of the things that I'm also appreciative of is that when when you talk about the competitors and, and, and the female side and, and doing what you, what you guys do, there's not that smirk or basically try to uh, take away from the work that you've done. In the future, you know, with what you're doing, how is this going to help the natural community and how has it already helped in, in doing the seminars as, you, as you've been changing and growing the format? Um, I think there are two components. Um, that are really kind of giving back. Um, one that kind of sticks out the most to me is just the sense of community um, because you have individual competitors that typically don't know, um, or from at least from what I've seen, don't know a bunch of other competitors. You put them in a room together, and then all of a sudden they're swapping phone numbers and making friends, and they're you know meeting people that they're going to meet at shows at in the future. And it's just this really neat um, – it's just a really neat environment. Um, and so then, you know, as we continue to do these workshops and I've gone to shows and been backstage and things and see people that meet up again and they're backstage and they're in the same class. And it's just this really supportive connection that they've made at a workshop that they're now translating behind a stage, um, which I think goes into having and promoting really good sportsmanship, you know, because I think that we've kind of seen or at least I've seen um, moments where competitors, you know, maybe don't show their best sportsmanlike conduct because, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and I think that these kind of workshops help promote that. Um, the other thing is that, I mean, it's obviously helping people present themselves better on stage, and I think that that's a really great way to give back to to natural bodybuilding. Um, Essentially, we're kind of making competitors a little bit more competitive. True. Very true. Very true. And I think, I mean, that is just so important to go through this whole process that is natural bodybuilding and not be – as competitive as you can be just is would seem crazy to me. So, you know, the fact that you're just raising the bar on the level of competition, I think is just phenomenal for the sport because I don't know if it's just me, but I don't think there's anything more disappointing than doing all this work and getting ready to go out there and rumble and there's nobody to rumble with or somebody or the people that you're there with are not as prepared as they could have been for one reason or another. And I, I don't know. I mean, when I'm out there, I just want to make, even if I get beat, that's, that's just part of it. But I just want to know that the people I'm on stage with are ready to go in every aspect. And I think that's just 
a part of it, a good part of the sport. Kaylin? Yeah. I totally agree. And, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm actually on record for helping a guy actually beat me because I knew he was first place and he was the one that should win. And that was uh, Chris Wells. And I, I've, I've done that for uh, <coughs> the other Matthew we have. And I can't think, Murkowski? Is it Murkowski? Matt Murkowski? Yep. Yep. Yes. I, I, when we were at the Titan Classic together, I was coaching him on stage. And I've been uh, a light slap on the wrist. You know, I've been chastised for it by the judges. But it, it, it bothers me to that degree where it just, I can't, I, I've never wanted to beat somebody because they didn't know. I want to I want to win because we were at our best and I just did a little bit better. <clears throat> I just can't, you know. Even in 21, I used to get chastised a lot, and a lot of times I didn't get picked to play until I got good enough because I would basically call a foul for the other guy, you know. And that's just street ball. <laughs> it, it it just that, that's the way I've grown up, and I, I mean to me that's true competition. If if you're good then, you know, we'll see how good you are and we'll see how good I am. But I did, I never wanted to win because of a technicality or basically someone not having the the knowledge that I was given or, or coached the way I was coached. You know, it just seems, it seems unfair to basically have a leg up simply because you know better and this person doesn't know anything. Uh, a lot of times, you know, before the seminars were, were getting more uh, prevalent, that's how people were winning. And, and um, I've seen some phenomenal posing, and I just wish that the people that could do those phenomenal poses would get back into this industry and start giving back so the sport can grow as a whole. Because, you know, it, it's great to win. I, I'll be the first one to say it. When your name's called, that's a great feeling. And I don't think anyone – that has stepped on stage has ever not wanted to feel that way. But if we're not winning at our best and the person winning at their best, then how do we grow the industry? Because, you know, it, if you don't want, I mean, I've, I've said this in the past about not wanting a first and second place and then there's everybody else and you divvy up who's going to be the, the leftovers. I would, I love when there's uh, eight, nine deep, and you don't know who's first place. I mean, uh, Dad, you can think we can think about uh, with the Kansas City Classic, with the men men's physique, where it was just that tight knit oh, yeah. group, and just how how involved the audience was. That's what we need. And I know uh, Jess is, is is doing her part to bring that about. But that's the kind of atmosphere we have to have for this industry to grow. Jess. Did we lose her? I don't know. Hello? <laughs> Jess? Hello? No, nope, she's still there. Jess, do you have your mute button on? Hello? Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh. You guys cut out, and then I started talking, and then I cut out. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. <laughs> hey, welcome back. So did you hear anything Kaylin, Kaylin just said? I no. heard first of it. Kaylin, did you ask me a question? Y- yes, I did. I sure did. And, and now <laughs> all the question. wind has gone from my sail. <laughs> all, all, all of the wind has gone from my sail. 
Um, uh, I had asked oh. about you know when you went with with the growth of the industry and how it we, we have to get away from just the first and second place and then all the other competitors it, with with the posing seminars and the knowledge that's coming from the coaches and the our peers it's it's the the industry is becoming more competitive and I was saying that's what we truly need for this sport to grow because it's great to have a lot of well-known first place and, 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 you know, overall winners, but it's also great to have when it's seven and eight deep in competition. And uh, with your seminars, I know that's uh, helping that come, come about more often. Um, I know I would love to see that happen. Um, I know particularly on the pro bikini circuit, um, it's hard sometimes to find um, shows that offer that class and then shows that offer that class. And there are more than a few competitors. Um, And yes, I, it's really disheartening. I mean, you, you kind of see the novice um, side of natural bodybuilding and bikini, um, huge classes um, across pretty much any federation um and then you get to the pro level and you know people win their pro cards and it's just like they don't really compete anymore um so i think that this is kind of a way to add some passion um into these competitors so that they want to use those pro cards um and, and we do get some really quality people that are out there on the stage um Yes, and you know I'm gonna jump in here real quick. I'm so I'm so glad you brought that up because I have to for any of our pro bikini competitors out there who are listening, and if you are close to being show ready, Josh Miller for the NGA Pro Am Kentucky Natural Classic, he is on the hunt for pro bikini competitors. Um, his show is April 20th in Lexington, Kentucky. I don't know if that's in your wheelhouse to get there, but if it is. Contact him for special info regarding that class. So Pro Bikini Competitors, the NGA Pro-Am Kentucky Natural Classic coming up on April 20th. Josh Miller, you can find him on Facebook. So I just wanted to throw that that out there. That show is worth driving to, even if you're not um, close. Um, They put on a phenomenal show. It is very athlete-focused. It's very organized. Um, I know I had a phenomenal experience whenever I competed in that show. Um, That was actually my pro debut was at that show. And um, I would absolutely recommend, even if it is a little bit of a drive, I think it's worth the drive. All right. Awesome. And I, you know what, I have to apologize. It looks like I've had a little glitch here in the, my uh, behind-the-scenes communication, but we've had several listener questions, and I haven't asked a single one of them, and we've got about 15 minutes left, so I better start getting to them. Um, So this one is from Devin. He's asking, how big is the HOA, which is Heart of America, when it comes to the growth of natural bodybuilding in the Midwest? I know I first saw Jess during that show and was truly amazed at the level of top-class athletes. So Jess, your experience at the HOA, and uh, how do you feel that show is contributing to natural bodybuilding in the Midwest? I think that John has a really um, great knack for kind of reaching out to competitors um, and really making them feel comfortable competing in that show. 
Um, I've watched it get larger and larger. Um, it's really a neat experience. Um, I hope that it continues to do as well as it has been. Um, you know, Earl Snyder does a really great job on the judging panel. Um, I've sat on that judging panel before, and it's very fair judging practices that are implemented there. So um, I think that's a great show as well. And that's coming up here soon. I think that's May 3rd. May 4th. It, May 4th, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, don't get us started. It's the same time as some other really great shows, but we're not gonna we're not gonna digress on that right now. <laughs> but yes, it's coming very soon, very soon. Um, this next question is from Dan. He's asking, how hard is it to get a foothold in the natural bodybuilding world when so much is either suppressed or not put out there to the mainstream community? That might be a good question for both Jess and Kayla. Um, you know, I don't. The hardest part is knowing that there is a natural bodybuilding world. I think, but my two cents. Jess, what do you think? No, I would have to agree with that. Um, I think that because it's not as I don't like this term, but it's not as in your face um, as the enhanced world, and so mm-hmm. people True. just don't know about it. Yeah, yep. um, I like yep. that. On that because uh, the, the one of the biggest things is like most people don't understand the natural community is more word of mouth and yeah. it takes a lot uh, of marketing word of mouth to be as relevant as the enhanced marketing that we contend with. It's not if if we look at ourselves as in a battle, we'll always lose because marketing ensures that we don't get to the, the publications like we expected. That's why I'm so happy about the Iron Man magazine. Um, one of the things that we can do is speak well and more of each other. If we're constantly giving that information out, truthfully, not sugarcoating, not a bunch of BS, but you know, actual factual information, we can grow this sport just by speaking better of ourselves. And when I say ourselves, not Kaylin speaking of Kaylin, but Kaylin speaking of Dez, Kaylin speaking of Jess, Kaylin uh, speaking of Matt, uh, Earl Snyder, uh, these these people are, are big in our lives, but we don't speak of them like they are. And and a lot of times, you know, it, it, it causes a backlash because you see all the enhanced people uh, basically promoting themselves and, and having that marketing background, I mean, mar- mar- marketing enhancement as well, and I did use that tongue-in-cheek, is that it, it does get the information out sooner and better because they, they've done it so much that they know how to do it successfully. We need to do that for ourselves as well. No doubt, no doubt. So <laughs> this question is from Sarah, and it's kind of spicy, but it's tickling me right now. <laughs> Posing, posing, posing. If posing is so important, why bother working out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to tell them to have something to show (laughs) with your posing, but go ahead, Jess. Knock this one out. (laughs) I think if you want, I think that if you wanted to get up there on stage without dieting down and rocks and posing, I would fully support that. Oh, 
Um, <laughs> I, I actually, I can speak on this because uh, I saw it happen live on stage. And I can remember a guy that uh, he wanted to say, oh, my goodness, this is going to go south in a hurry. Uh, he wanted to do good at dancing. I won't say what kind. And he really practiced this a lot. And I mean a lot. Five months of, of practice to become a, a better, uh, more secure in his, his personality and identity. And he was very talented in that. The only problem, he was a good 70 pounds above what would be considered stage ready. And he really thought, you know, posing was going to push him through that, that uh, wall that he'd been doing. And I'll, I'll never forget, you know, we're lining up to get ready to go out on stage for the first time presentation. And he said, you know, I think it's uh, me and you. And I was thinking at best I was maybe fifth place. Um, and he was saying he was going to place above me. And I was thinking, good Lord, I don't even want to know when they're calling out the placings how this guy is going to feel. Because he was that sure in his mind where he was going to place simply because of his posing. And we got out there, and I was really questioning if the people in the back seats could see his posing trunk because he was spilling over so bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when they did, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was all. But he, he was a great poser. He, he looked phenomenal out there, and I was like, wow, this is going to be really embarrassing. Because when you know the industry, there's nothing good a judge can put down when you're like, if, if he were in the transformation class that they have now, it would have been a success story. But because of him being in the open and the masters, it was not successful at all because no one knew why he was out there. So it, it, it uh, really came down to, you know, his – and I, I really spoke with his coach, so you know, I know that uh, he didn't take well to what I had to say, but I, I was just so offended that he would uh, put him out there and, and, and that and at that time because at, at that time there was no transmission class. That, yeah, no, and I guess – you know, to be fair, I guess this is one example where posing didn't win it for the guy. I mean, it. we always talk about how important posing is, and it is so important, but you also have to do the work. You have to have the physique to showcase with your posing. So if you've done the work and your posing is better than the guy standing next to you and you're better able to exhibit your work, then posing is going to win that show for you. Um but in that instance where your body is is not showing all of the work you've done because you didn't lean down in order to fully see all that muscle you built, then, yeah, posing is not going to help you as much in that scenario. So I guess I'm glad you shared that, Kaylin. I, I, you know, and I love to see a lot, a lot of people out there because not everybody, not every federation has a transformation category. And so you still have – athletes getting out there, doing their thing, lost massive amounts of weight to get up there as their goal and do their thing. And while they might not win, I'm always so motivated and inspired by those folks. Um, 
because they still just got a little more to go that to do to be truly competitive at natural bodybuilding, but it was bodybuilding that motivated them in the first place to keep pursuing their goals. But um, you you got to have the full physical package and the full posing package to have your one-two knockout punch. Jess? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I think that the, the emphasis on posing um, – is really kind of coming from you see somebody on stage that just has a phenomenal physique and they don't know how to present it. Um, and I think that's what we're kind of harping on is, okay, let's yes. help, you know, let's assist these people who have really put all of the work in. Let's help them show it off. For sure. For sure. I'm going to throw out this comment by Jacob. He says, Bikini class has better glutes than a lot of the male competitors, so I know they get their squats done on leg day. Jacob, you got that right. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you got that right. I, 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 and the part I'm, I'm alluding to is bikini girls are getting their squats in on leg day probably a couple times a week <laughs> to work those oh, glutes yeah. up. Because of bikini Glutes will make it or break you. They'll make you or break you, that's for sure. So, um, so totally Jess, what, what, yes, what do we, what can we expect from a Midwest Posing School? Do you have any dates on the calendar coming up for people to take advantage of? We do. We're actually going to be in the, back in the Peoria area on April 20th. Um, and then, We are taking May off, and then June will actually be a lot of fun. We're going to be back up in Madison. Um, The natural bodybuilding community in Madison is just phenomenal. Um, It's a lot of fun being up there. But we are actually collaborating with um, P4P, and um, is going to come and speak on the basics of contest prep, and we're going to have a posing seminar. So it should be a lot of fun. Um, That's going to be the first Saturday in June. All right. Awesome. When are you coming to Des Moines? I mean, we are smack dab in the middle of the Midwest, lady. I don't know how you can have Midwest posing school and not come to Des Moines. I just my two cents. I'm going to throw that out there. Um, <laughs> Kaylin, we have about five minutes left. Any last questions on tonight? Is that for me? <laughs> None for you. All right. Well, Jess, we have time, girl. If you've got shout-outs um, that you would like to give to anyone and everyone who has been instrumental and supportive to you in this journey that we call natural bodybuilding, would like to give you the chance to uh, shoot some out there. Oh, my goodness. Putting me on the spot there. I feel like I just won a Grammy, and now I'm having to call people. Um, but um, I would absolutely hands down say Peter Fitchin has been instrumental um, in not only um, my success on the stage, but also just um, a phenomenal resource. Um, I know that I kind of bypassed um, a lot of what you may call bad coaching practices because I got started off with Pete um, and it's just been a really incredible experience ever since. Um, And then I think just you know, meeting people like you guys um, at shows and being able to meet up with them um, and do things like this on a podcast. Um, it's really great to network and meet such wonderful people. Um, and 
I think that those are kind of my bigger takeaways. All right, fantastic. And if folks uh, didn't write down all the dates where you guys are going to be fast enough, they can, A, go back to the archive and listen all over again to the uh, wonderfulness that has been this show, or, B, where can they find you to keep up with the happenings of the Midwest Posing School? So we are on Instagram and Facebook. If you just search Midwest Posing School, you'll, on either platform, will pop up. We're likely the only one that's going to pop up with that name. All right, there you have it, guys. Check them out on Facebook or Instagram, Midwest Posing School. And with that, just thanks so much for joining us tonight and just sharing with us. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, I, will be, I will be ready to sign up once you make it to Des Moines. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'll I'll do some talking with the other coaches. Maybe we can make it back over to Iowa. I know we were in the Quad Cities at one point. That would be awesome. And you know, Ryan Irwin puts on a fantastic show here. He draws a lot of athletes, and uh, it's always on Mother's Day weekend. So even though you know you're taking the month of May off, if you could get here. You know, prior to that, I think it would be a great asset to uh, all of our athletes we have here locally. So that's just my little plug. So talk that over with the other coaches. And uh, and congrats to Corey Kyle being added to your roster. So I, uh, I'm i uh, looking forward to seeing who else you guys bring on board. Yeah, it'll be a great year. Thank you for having me today. No doubt. And with that, Kaylin, now is the time for Snickerdoodle shout out. Well, I, I, in honor of Jess, I'd love to see her on one of the uh, supplements, and Snickerdoodle would be perfect. There you have it. So uh, we just got to get Jess back on the uh, P4P undefeated pro bikini stage, and uh, she go. can go up against the queen of the hill and uh, see if she can't knock her off and get herself on a canister there. So we did have uh, Misty Weatherford on the um, Alter Ego Extreme canisters and BCA. She's on a couple of different canisters or BCA canisters. Yeah. Both, I feel like. And Meshach uh, Oching has been on some canisters as well, guys. So you guys keep P4P undefeated in mind because the king and queen of the hills are featured on P4P product canisters. So on behalf of Jess, Kaylin, myself, posing people everywhere, the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple, so let's build it.